0: most everybody's been bowling, right? You visit the bowling alley, get a couple pitchers of beers, maybe some nachos, grab an alley ball, and hurl it towards some pins. Well, one time in college, we got a little too drunk at the bowling alley. When we sobered up, we came to realize we joined a bowling league. Now, this was not a college bowling league. Instead, it was with real people in the community. We bowled with the mailman, the guy that made the donuts, a couple school teachers. It was a serious endeavor. There was one team called the Stereotypes. They were some serious bowlers. There was a big white woman, a large black man with a bald head, an older Italian man, and then the man with the silver shoes. The man with the silver shoes had bowled numerous 300 games. We were in a handicap league so we could compete to a point, but You definitely had to watch out for the stereotypes. So much happened in this bowling league and I'm gonna regale you with some tales of bowling today. I also wanna talk about puns and your grandma's name. Let's get to it right away when we start joshing around. The name of the bowling alley we rolled out was called Alley Cats. Pretty funny name, I guess. And that's usually the way it goes with bowling alleys. They either have funny names associated with a bowling pun, or they're obviously named after the city they're in. Here we have the Harbor City Lanes, named after our town's nickname, the Harbor City. We also have Splitsville, not too far away. That's obviously a bowling pun. I use a lot of cliches on the show, but I'm not really a fan of puns. Do you have that person in your social media circle that swears today is pun day and they have to make a ton of pun jokes? I'm not gonna do this because I'm not a real pundit. No pun intended. Oh, I'm doing it. All right, I'm bailing. Another industry that has an over-reliance of puns in their names is hair salons. Barbers don't play this. They've got the barber pole out front and the combs in the blue liquid. That's all they need. But hair salons, for some reason, try a little too hard. I'm sure you've seen Hair Me Out or Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow, The Harem, maybe Snip Teas. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. Chinese restaurants have a much better system. They clearly choose their name from some sort of Mad Lib formula, where you choose an adjective from column A and a noun from column B. So you're left with a place called Lucky Dragon or Happy Panda or Jade Garden. One of my favorite places, though, has a more unorthodox name. This is one of those picture-on-the-wall Chinese places, and it's called Number one, Chinese. Picture on the wall Chinese differs from a regular Chinese restaurant in that you don't actually sit down and eat. You just stare up at the pictures on the wall and then you order your food, get it in a brown bag and leave. Speaking of a brown bag, I might have made this up, but I swear in elementary school or junior high school, sex ed or health class, that they told girls, when you break up with a boy, Take all of their things that he's left at your house. Put them in a brown grocery sack and place a towel on top of the sack. Then leave it in front of his door or hand it to him and walk away. The towel is very important. If you don't have a towel that he left at your house, you'll have to give one up on your own. I swear they said this in health class because I've gotten that brown grocery sack with a towel on top twice. Not in a long, long time, I'm proud to say but others of my friends have gotten these too. Ladies, is there a proper way to break up and does not involve a brown grocery sack with a towel on top? I wanna to get back to the barber's pole real quick. This is a sign used by barbers to signify the place or shop where they perform their craft. The trade sign is by a tradition dating back to the Middle Ages. A staff or pole with a helix of colored stripes, often red and white, maybe with some blue mixed in. The pole may be stationary or revolve with the aid of an electric motor. Well, maybe I'm the last one to know this, but during medieval times, barbers performed surgery on their customers as well as tooth extraction. The original barber pole had a brass wash basin at the top representing the vessel in which leeches were kept and the bottom, which is the basin that received the blood. The pole itself represented the staff that the patient gripped during the procedure to encourage blood flow oh my God, are you terrified of the dentist yet? Let's all go to the barber and thank our lucky stars that we're not having major surgery. Instead, we're just getting our ears lowered. A surefire secret to success is practice and repetition. So every Sunday, just by showing up at the bowling alley, we got better and better. Because we were in a handicap league, as we got better, our team advanced in the standings. Another way to get better at bowling and life is to reduce the variables. For us, this was to stop using alley balls. I wandered in a Kmart, do you still have Kmarts? We don't, but this was a long time ago. And I bought my first bowling ball. As I got better at bowling, I bought a better ball, but it really didn't matter as much as that first one, because getting rid of the variable of changing balls each and every time made me a better bowler, and it can make you better at whatever you're trying to excel in. Also, get yourself some bowling shoes. You're a grown adult. You don't need to be renting shoes, even if you only bowl once a year. Come on. Don't put your feet in other people's shoes, no matter how much spray they spray. That said, do you think a vagabond ever goes to the bowling alley to rent a pair of shoes just to have a nice clean pair to wear? We welcome interactions on Josh and Around. Please call in, leave a message, visit us on Twitter or Instagram at MLB Realtor. We did get a call in over the weekend that proves you don't always have to be positive or upbeat when you call into the show. This was in reference to a topic about the name Caleb. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, you poor thing. You were a gifted student? That was your disability? That sounds fucking horrid. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. So, hey, um, are you sure that Caleb... Uh, That didn't stem from something else. I mean, uh, I don't know. I I feel like Caleb was another uh, mentally handicapped. Oh, nope. That was Corky. Remember him? Corky from the TV show? I think it was like Life Goes On or Life or Something Crazy. depressing that's all i got the show was my so-called life airing from 1989 to 1993 it centered around a family raising a teenager named corky who had down syndrome yet was attending a regular high school while it was no my so-called life with claire danes and her cry face Life Goes On did provide a slice of high school life circa the early 90s, while also focusing on special needs in a breakthrough way for network television in that time. Now, some of you may associate the name Corky the same way I do with the name Caleb. I'll have you know the actor who played Corky also had a part in an infamous McDonald's commercial when he asked, would you like fries with that? Another fact about Corky, there's no one quite like him in the country of Denmark. We've nearly reached the seventh-inning stretch of this episode. Before we get there, though, I want to ask you, do you know your grandma's name? I was at a baseball game over the weekend. A kid won a contest on the Jumbotron with the help of his grandma, and they asked him, what's your grandmother's name? He looked right at the camera and said, I don't know. Of course he doesn't know. To him, his grandmother's name is Grandma, but you're old enough to know better. My grandma's names were Pauline and Lila, because I'm old enough to have grandmas born around the turn of the last century. What about you? What's your grandmother's name? And I'm not just asking to try and steal your internet secret questions. With that said, hop up out of your chair, even if you're in the car, lift up, and let's stretch out before we get to the end of this episode. Take out to the <laughs> party hey, out to the One day we pulled up to the bowling alley for a league night and someone had drove right into it. I mean it. Their car went up over the parking curb and through the aluminum siding shed that was the bowling alley. They don't build them like they used to. The car was over two of the lanes. The first two lanes. Thank goodness they were still oiling them up for the league so no one was hurt right in the middle of the bowling alley as well was a fish tank. Now after seeing the destruction the car cost, I always wanted to do my own bit of destruction. If ever all hell broke loose, there was a melee, a riot, or I bowled a 300 game, my plan was to spike my bowling ball right in the middle of that fish tank and then just haul ass out of there and never show up at the alley cats again. This has nothing to do with puns, but I want to give a shout out to Punchy, the Hawaiian Tropic mascot. Hawaiian Tropic, a delicious fruit punch drink that's a little too sweet for me. To combat that, I mix it with some ginger ale. You may have to buy two 20-ouncers at the convenience store. Go ahead and spring for the ice cup as well. Mix them together and, oh, a refreshing blend. Something you might get at the malt shop. Yeah, tell them some soda jerk sent you. And with that in mind, this is going to turn out to be a Disney-themed week because guess who's going on vacation? It's got two thumbs pointing at this guy. Well, anyways, it's me. A tip about going to Disney's Epcot Center, skip the Starbucks and go right to the Coca-Cola cool zone. They're giving out free fountain drinks from around the world. They're all deliciously okay. The ginger ale from Italy is called Beverly. It'll make you burp like you're with Charlie and his grandpa in the chocolate factory. I've been telling a joke about getting that Magic Johnson for years, and it's never really stuck. But I'm here to say that Irving Magic Johnson is now doing ads for a healthcare provider, Simply Healthcare, at mysimplymedicare.com. I guess it makes sense because it's a marvel of medicine, especially to seniors. But is that the right thing? I was okay with movie theaters, and sure, he should own part of the Lakers, but healthcare? I just wanted to say I love all your segments today. Amazing. I love the fun facts, especially the barber thing. And uh yeah, man, hey, oh, and the the baseball, you know, theme song. I can't wait for baseball to start. I'm a, I'm a huge uh San Francisco Giants fan. I've been one for a very long time, and I just love baseball more than I love any other sport to be honest with you. But uh love hearing your segments today. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Definitely some lightness and some goodness take care thanks for your call i was just talking about those san francisco giants the other day when i mentioned the 1993 season when the giants won 103 games lament for giants fans everywhere though the braves won 104 and won the nl west that's right the atlanta braves used to be in the national league west and that's a baseball fact from just a bit outside Speaking of statistics, I mentioned on a previous episode that my high bowling score is 224 and that's just not true. My high score is a 222. It was another member of Josh's team that threw a 224 and after he did, he rode a man named Head all the way around the Alley Cats bowling lanes. And just like that, we've reached the 10th frame of this mixed metaphor of an episode. I thank you for sticking with us where I tried not to tell too many puns here on this hot florida pun day we did talk about bowling extensively and i threw you a curveball with some baseball talk please remember your grandma's name now always and forever and i'll see you the next time when we start joshing around